I'm your host, Madeline, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast, where you will hear inspirational stories of everyday people who will share how they found strength, hope, and faith in the midst of adversity. Let's get ready to be inspired. Today, I have Susan Sullivan from Talladega, Alabama. She is an entrepreneur, author, and founder of Sullivan Leadership Solutions. Susan helps women see their purpose and can guide them to living a big and more connected vision of their life. Susan knows from her own experience of losing 160 pounds to turning a million-dollar company to leading a team of 400 that by applying her Start With Vision philosophy, works. Today, Susan divides her time between grandma duties, speaking and coaching women on how to find their purpose and build and live their vision of a joy-filled life. As a little girl, Susan always dreamed of changing the world, and she has done just that. In her soon-to-be-released book, Start With Vision, You Don't Have to Be Perfect to Be Amazing, Susan shares how she built and rebuilt a bigger and better vision for her life, family, and business. Susan, I want to welcome you, welcome you to the Courageous Podcast today. Thank you so much. You and I met in 2019 in a John Maxwell conference, and we were each tasked at that table to share a five-minute story about you know something that we had experienced or, or something that we went through. And you began to share an amazing story about growing up and, and some of the issues that you faced when you were a little girl. But exciting enough how you took that and you turned it around. And so I wanted you to just kind of take us down that journey and some of the things that you encountered at a very young age when you were a little girl. Yes, there's so many. Being bullied as a child, learning at a very young age, God gives us a vision that we have to have a plan. At around age five, my parents used to leave me with a friend at their house while they went to work. And he was there. I was being molested. Mm. I turned to food for comfort and used it as a way to not be molested while I was there during the day. I was always at the table eating, which was my way to protect myself. This went on for two years. Mm. As I got older, I continued to eat. And eventually at age 13, I was up to 296 pounds. Wow, Susan, that's that's difficult. And I know as I hear you sharing that, I know that there are so many people, young people, kids that have done just that, have turned to food for comfort. It could be for similar reasons. It could be for different reasons. And it's sad that you've had to go through that and it led you down that path. What did you do to try to change that situation and gaining so much weight? Well, Weight Watchers dropped into my life and it was definitely a godsend. I was in the Girl Scouts and my uh, leader told me about Weight Watchers coming to our community. And you said that you were rejected in the beginning and that your Weight Watchers coach decided to take a chance on you because you said you had a goal that you wanted to reach. Tell me about that. Yes. When mother and I first went in the door, first met my coach, his name was Herbie amazing. And he asked me why I wanted to lose weight. And I told him I wanted to be a cheerleader. And he asked me, why do you want to be a cheerleader? I said, well, cheerleaders have friends. 
So mother and I turned and, you know, we were going to walk out the door because he told me that age 13 was too young to do their program. He called us back and said, wait a minute, don't go any further. He says, I want to help you. If you want to be a cheerleader and you give this everything you got, I'm going to buy your food and I'm going to support you as long as you're losing weight and you're trying. And that's what I did. And so how long did it take you to lose the weight? I was in eighth grade. So starting in eighth grade, I it took me four years, up to four years to lose because it was perfect timing because I was given the opportunity to go out for cheerleading. How did your life change? It's sad to think that, you know, when people are overweight, like you said, you wanted friends, you wanted to have a normal, maybe teenage life. How did your life change once you lost the weight? You know, I may not have made it as a cheerleader, but the most important thing is I could run. I had an active life. I had friends. People wanted to be around me. And to me, that was what it was all about. And so later, as you went through your teenage years, how did this experience impact your future as far as once you graduated from high school and went from there? How did that impact you? Well, you know, God always, our message, he always turns into a message. And he used me to coach and counsel so many women that were struggling right where I was, that were struggling to lose weight. So he used me not having a college education of being an area supervisor for a weight loss clinic. I was over 12 clinics. So he used me to coach counselors, to coach patients to lose weight. That's amazing. So he used you and your story and what you went through to help others who were suffering and struggling with the same issues. And so, Susan, what was your motivation to continue to push through to meet that goal that started as being a cheerleader and then to go on in your future? What motivated you to do that? My motivation was to be a cheerleader. I always knew I had much more to give in life, but at weighing 296 pounds, there was no way I could do and accomplish the things that a 13-year-old wanted to accomplish. I wanted to be a cheerleader. I wanted friends. I wanted people to know I wasn't a bad person. There was an amazing young lady inside these walls. Hmm. I stayed active in church, GAs, which is Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. I talked to God all the time. And I kept posters all over my walls in my bedroom. <laughs> now I'll tell my age, okay? Charlie's Angels, Dallas Cheerleaders. <laughs> God was my closest friend. And I honestly believe he planned everything out for me at such a young age. So he planted a seed and he said, you're going to have some struggles, which we all go through, but yes. I'm going to use this and I'm going to turn it around for something good. And that's exactly what he did. And I'm so grateful for that. And so looking back, Susie, I know that you've been through a lot and, it, and this journey has been long for you. Is there anything that you would have done differently on this journey? Not a thing. I would not be who I am today if I didn't go through all these hurdles to get there. And I know that you share your story all the time and that you are impacting women all over the country. Why did you think that it was important to share your story again with me today? Because I want young, older, and oldest to know you can have, be, do, and become anything that you want if you have a vision and a plan.
We all get so stuck in our past and can't move forward. Then we wake up and realize we are 70, 80 years old and wonder, what happened to my life? Hmm. If I just touched two or 20 lives sharing my story, it would be so worth it. Amen. So your story is definitely not in vain. I love that. And so, Susan, if somebody's Mm -hmm. listening right now and they're listening to your story and they say, hey, that's me, I can relate to that. I'm a young girl or I am somebody that's in my 60s or 70s and I feel that I didn't do anything in my life. What would you say to them right now to encourage them to continue to move forward? Look at your heart. What do you want? You can have anything you want if you look ahead and cast a vision. If you find yourself staying depressed and not wanting to move or talk to anyone that can help you, get a plan so you can start moving forward in your life. God gave us all gifts and a passion to use on this earth. Find that passion. My passion at age 13 was to be a cheerleader. I went to work. I did what it took to make it happen. You're thinking, but I don't have any resources. Yes, you do. We all have resources. You first have to decide what you want, then go get it. Amen. I love that, Susan. I know you and I had talked a while back and you had said that where you live, your home has a beautiful lake. I've seen these views. My goodness. It's like they're breathtaking. Tell me what you do in your home to help and serve women? I have what you call retreats here at my home. I think the last one we had 71 ladies. Oh, wow. Because I want to touch everyone. And a lot of times I'll tell them to bring a friend that might need this. Mm. And the first thing that we do once we get started is, is I'll ask the question, is there something that has happened in your life? You know, without a shadow of a doubt, it would help someone else. And we would go around the room and share those stories. We spend hours sharing those stories because everybody has a message. Everybody has a message. God does not let things go unknown. That's right. So if you went through a struggle, get ready because he's going to definitely turn it into a message on the other side that's going to touch someone's life. Amen. I love that. You know, I always tell everyone that listens, there is power in your story. There is power in the testimony of what God has done in your life. But you have to find healing first, as you did, and then take that and turn it around and share it and let people know what you did to overcome. And I love that you're doing that. And so Susan, your journey has led you to writing a book and wanting to go a step further to reach as many people as you can. What inspired you to write this book? I see every day so many ladies struggling. They're wanting so much more in life. But the one thing is they're in the same place year after year after year. They don't know how to grow. They don't know how to move forward. They don't know how to find resources. I wanted to put it all together in a book so you can take this book. If you're struggling with weight, cast a vision. If you're struggling with finances, anything in your life, don't stay in the past. But our past is our past. We'll have setbacks that are meant for setups. So I had a book inside of me just like we all do. That's right. That's what I tell a lot of people that have been on the podcast. It's like, you know, I think you need to write a book. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, this is just one little part of your story, Susan. I know yeah. there's so much more that has happened. And, and because of that, you're giving back to so many women. And I love that. I'm all about empowering women, encouraging yeah. them, coming alongside them, walking the journey with them, because we all need that. You know, we need that support and that love. And so, Susan, how can people connect with you if they want to join one of your groups or if they want to purchase your book? I have a website, susansullivan.net, S-U-S-A-N-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.net. And my book, you're going to be able to purchase it there. It'll be coming out in July. You can find me on Facebook in the Facebook group, Start With Vision. I want to thank you. Thank you for being on the Courageous Podcast today, Susan. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so excited for this book and all the amazing women that you're going to impact in the future. I pray blessings over you, your husband, your home, your children, and that God will continue to use you to inspire and to bring healing and encouragement to women all across the country and the world. Thank you so much. This has meant so much to me. Hey, Courageous Community. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you were encouraged today. If you have a courageous story or want to connect with today's guest, email us at courageouspodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Courageous Podcast. Until next time, continue to be strong and courageous. Courageous.